I'm Andy from A Jesus Mission. This is People Who Will Change the World. And this week, we're going to talk to Amy Emerson in Cyprus. She's starting a coffee school. Thanks for watching this. I am so excited, as always, to be back with you on a Friday morning here on YouTube to give you an update about what is happening around the world as we go on a Jesus mission. There's so many things happening always that I can't even keep pace, and so I'm trying to figure out what's happening and what you need to know about. I'm really excited about today's interview with Amy Emerson. Amy is a longtime friend of mine. She became recently became a part of a Jesus mission, and she's serving in the, the country of Cyprus, and she's going to be starting a coffee school. You're going to enjoy this video with her. Uh, she's incredible. She's got a huge heart for people and for the gospel and, and specifically the region that God's called her to, but she's really good at equipping people. So super excited for you to meet her. Okay, I wanted to give you a couple of quick updates about what is happening, uh, things that I've heard about this week. Doug and Marchi, uh, my little brother Doug, he is a part of a Jesus mission. Him and his wife Marchi live in Budapest, Hungary. The churches there in Hungary have been closed for a long season, and it's super exciting that they're going to be open up this weekend. So to all of our Hungarian friends, I'm excited that you get to gather as the church in a way that you haven't had the opportunity to for a while. Um, Doug and Marchi, uh, you can find their link below. They are just killing it with what they're doing over there. My brother who's worked uh, in a lot of different contexts in Hungary and in both acting and in the church world and in music world, they're just killing it. So uh, follow their link and, and message them. If you are curious what they're up to, just message them. Uh, any of our missionaries love getting messages and emails and, and conversations with you guys. So go and find them. Uh, Emma Cherry is a, a lady from in Vancouver, Washington here. Actually, the church behind me is, is the church she's been a part of for a long time. She is actually going to serve in Kosovo alongside Jordan and Jenny with the team that God is assembling there to, to, to plant a coffee shop, actually. Newborn Brew is going to be opening this fall in newborn. It's a, a, a part of Pristina, Kosovo, where they're going to be opening this coffee shop. They've already signed the lease. They're doing demo. They're rebuilding it. It's incredible. I cannot wait to go and see it. Um, you, you're going to want to follow along on that. But we're super excited. Emma, welcome to Jesus Mission. We're super uh, honored to get to help send you and push you over there. Uh, we're praying for you. If you want to find out more about Emma, follow the link below and uh, you can find her thing. I'm going to do an interview with her since she's right here in town. It's really easy to sit down with her on one of her lunch breaks or something and, and talk to her as she starts fundraising. Um, lastly, I just want to tell you about Final Greetings. That band is one of the three bands that are a part of a Jesus Mission. You have Good Friday, Small Giants, and Final Greetings. I just was talking with Tyler who's literally holding the camera right now for me and they are going out finally on tour again. It's been a long time since bands have been able to tour and so I know that uh, Final Greetings is going. Um, Small Giants down in Southern California, they're starting to book events. If, you'd, if you're interested in having any of these guys, uh, message them directly. Just get in contact with them. Invite them to come play, at your play a show. Come play worship at your church. Come do an outreach event. Do something. These guys are going to help declare the gospel and push the church forward and I'm super excited about them getting back on the road. Um, Final Greetings is going to be meeting up with me in Arizona to play, be a part of the New Divide for an event we're doing and then they're going to take off from there and begin touring. So invite them out. But for now, well, let's get right to our interview with Amy Emerson in Cyprus. Okay guys, the screen is black right now, but 
really on the other side of this is Amy Emerson. Amy Emerson is someone I've known for a long time. She is a huge piece of how a Jesus mission began. Uh, you, you wouldn't even realize that because she was so behind the scenes and, and instrumental in the ways that we ended up working in Europe and doing things around the globe. And so Amy has recently come to be a part of a Jesus mission, but I want to hear some of her story and let you get to know her. This show is called People Who Will Change the World. And really, we just want to be pushing forward those people God's called to specific places. And Amy right now, I'll let her tell you everything about where she's at and what she's doing. Um, but I, you really need to know Amy. She's a longtime friend. Amy, welcome. Uh, thank you for, for being here today with us. Hey, Andy. Thanks. It's really fun to see you and connect with you, even from a, a distance. Yeah. And uh, what, uh, I mean, honestly, what a humbling introduction. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure there. Just, you know, don't, don't. Don't don't drop the uh, don't drop the ball on this one. We we met Amy so long ago because when our band would come, I'm just going to tell the Perfect. backstory and then we're going to get into what you're doing. When our band would come, the New Divide would come to Denmark. Amy was the person organizing the conf the conferences, the concerts, and the the touring. She literally was the tour manager for uh, and the booking manager. I don't know what your exact job title was, but. You did everything so that we could come and tour in Denmark. And that opened the doors for us to continue serving around Europe for the years to come. And that helped open the door for a Jesus mission to exist the way it does today. So thanks, Amy, for investing all those years, even though you didn't know what you were doing or how, or how it was going to play out. That's that's really cool. No problem. My, my pleasure. Um, so let's do this. I want to hear. I want. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you were. I'm glad you were a part of this, even though you maybe didn't even realize it. What I want to do is get into what you're doing right now. You live in the island of Cyprus. Tell us tell us just what you're doing, what God's called you to do, what Cyprus is like, what is happening over there. Yeah, so uh, like Andy said, I am living in Cyprus, which is oftentimes confused with Greece or Turkey, but it's neither of those places. Um, in fact, it's a country on its own. Um, mm. And I've been here for six years now doing ministry. Uh, but in the last year, while the whole world has been in chaos, um, here on the island, we've had some different circumstances. And after running um, and being a part of a ministry for five years here, God just started opening up doors and changing my vision for what um, I think he wanted to see happen here in Cyprus. Uh, so a few months ago, I called up Andy. I was like, hey, Andy, I have this crazy idea. I think God's calling me to do something different. Uh, mind if I come and join up with AGM and uh, we kind of geeked out for a little bit because like Andy said we've been partners in ministry on so many projects before um, I was running a cafe for teenagers and I absolutely loved it um, and back uh, about a year and a half ago uh, our ministry experienced a fire a literal fire in our building and all of the ministry that had been successful for years hmm. suddenly just came to a halt and you would have never imagined that a year later things would be where they are. So while everything was on pause, um, I started developing a passion for education, just realizing that the world of coffee was growing everywhere. Um, you see ministries and missions and churches and people who have developed this passion of using coffee as a way and a platform to share the gospel. Um, but just because you buy a coffee machine, just because you watch some YouTube videos, doesn't mean that you can just automatically develop a quality ministry. Um, in fact, 
the things that you can't learn through that process, I think are some of the most uh, beautiful parts of a coffee ministry. Because uh, the coffee ministry doesn't end in just the cappuccino that gets handed across the counter by the barista. Um, it actually starts way, way before that. Uh, so as a, yeah. a mission-minded person, somebody who has a focus on the kingdom, uh, what kind of ministry am I building if the cappuccino that I'm serving is being built on the back of slaves, um, is being built on the back of people who are coming from vulnerable countries, which is where most coffee is being grown. Uh, and so I started to develop this just this vision for hope to come into everything that we do. Um, what if we can start to equip uh, people who have this passion for coffee, a passion for cafe ministries and you know coffee roasting and whatever? Um, what if at the educational level we can start to equip people to not just think on the community that they see right before them, but also think on a global scale? How can we, um, as individuals, develop a much bigger uh, vision for what we're trying to accomplish? Uh, and so as God started putting this idea on my heart, um, I started getting this idea that God is the promise keeper. Um, that has been such a true statement in my personal faith is that God has been the promise keeper in my life. When our cafe burned down and everything was you know, on hold and everything just seemed to come to a standstill, God's promises were still faithful. His promises were still true and hadn't changed whatsoever. Uh, and yeah. so as I started just to kind of pray and envision, um, I started to seek kind of for a name for this whole idea. And, you know, Ethiopia is where coffee came from. So I, I contacted a friend of mine in Ethiopia to find out like, hey, I'm trying to find like a cool name, whatever. And what do you think about this idea of Promise Keeper? Um, and in this conversation, uh, he came, but we talked back and forth and uh, we had this idea that, or he explained to me, it's like this, I, this word to Sifa that I had found, um, which I thought to meant Promise Keeper. Um, he said it actually meant Hope Bringer. Um, and so I thought that painted the most beautiful picture because God's mm. promises being kept is what brings hope to people's lives. Uh, and so that's how this whole thing got started, yeah. um, was the idea for Tasifa Coffee to exist. Um, and so that's what we're working towards right now. And that's what brought me to AGM. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a big deal. You're, you're literally sitting in front of an espresso machine. So clearly... You're not in a cafe though. Uh, you're actually in your kitchen right now. That, you're you're the kind of person who keeps that machine in your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I would even say like Andy, as you say that I'm influential in AGM. I feel like you guys as a new divide were influential in my coffee. I still remember uh, Aaron Olson going to visit them and he made this statement at the time felt so audacious to me. He said, I'd rather not drink coffee um, then drink something that's not quality um, as he's like pouring me a V60 and and I was like oh come on Aaron like you are <laughs> such a snob and then here I am and whatever uh, <laughs> so the last year um, I've been able to pursue an education um, if you've ever heard of specialty coffee association that's awesome. um, so now I've gone from you know rolling my eyes um, at, my, at our friend Aaron to now I'm professionally certified as a barista coffee yeah. brewer um, and uh, had an introduction to coffee roasting. And so this is my personal yeah. machine behind me and it's beautiful. Um, she's my baby. Uh, she's like my, my Cadillac, uh, you know? And so like, I just 
play with coffee because um, like what's so cool is that coffee is so much more than just like hey I can go to Starbucks and get something good but there's a whole science yeah. behind it um, and so this last year while the world is on hold I've been able to pursue an education with this so like you can give me a bag of Rwandan coffee and I can brew it for you to taste like a cup of strawberry juice or change a few elements and then it comes out tasting like a really deep cranberry um, and this is like my education now. Um, and so my last, so I finished my awesome. coffee certificate. I've graduated from coffee school. Uh, and then this summer I will be finishing my certification as a trainer and I can begin certifying and training people myself. That's incredible. And a Jesus mission has such a huge, like, we just see such an opportunity to use coffee as a method in which we can get into people's lives and, and build relationships and not only do outreach, but equip. And I know that's a big piece of what you're doing and talking about. Like some of the people um, who've watched this show might have met Jordan and Jenny Silva in Kosovo. I know you've been working with them and, and talking to them even about how to get their cafe rolling and, and equipping them. How, give me a little bit more perspective on the school, the coffee school, how you're going to use yeah. this to educate and equip others. Yeah, so uh, in November, it's it's like, it's coming so close, it feels so far away, but in November, we're gonna be yeah. launching our first uh, coffee training school. Um, and essentially, this is one of the core visions for the Tosiva School Project. Um, and so what we were doing is we're developing kind of like a, if you think of it as a boot camp, like a two week um, school that people who are interested in using coffee, they don't even have to have an idea, just maybe a dream that, hey, yeah. I love coffee, I love missions, and I want to see how I can do this. Um, you don't have to be a cafe owner to come to this. Um, but the idea is like a two week boot camp. Yeah. Uh, where you're going to be trained um, to think differently about coffee, think differently about how you brew, how to bring quality, how do you raise to this professional standard. Um, so all of that training is within the Specialty Coffee Association regulations. But then more than just a regular coffee school, we want wow. Tsifa to bring hope as well. So we're also intermixing in this boot camp um, structure, uh, having courses that talk about business as missions. Um, how do I make decisions as a business owner, as a community member, uh, to make sure that I'm you know, morally and ethically running my business so that um, I'm making an impact, that the world can see that there's something different about this place. Uh, so we're talking business as missions, yeah. we're talking about just uh, the morality and ethnical side of coffee. Um, one of the things I get really inspired by is to hear stories about what's happening um, with ministries that work with farmers, people who are trying to come alongside those who are extremely vulnerable, um, who are at the, you know, the foundational root of the coffee system. Um, and so as a cafe owner, how can I make sure that the coffee that I'm sourcing, the coffee that I'm serving to my customers um, is coming from the places that's going to make the difference um, on the field? Um, and, and then even just start to talk about, yeah. you know, when it comes to human rights, um, what is our, you know, what is our responsibility as Christians to engage in those topics? Uh, sometimes we can think in missions, it's just all about getting the name of Jesus out. And of course that is true, but some of that comes in with fighting for ju justice, uh, fighting for those who are vulnerable, who can't fight for themselves. So how do we as coffee ministry workers, how do we incorporate that all together? And so that's a big picture of what we're dreaming for Tosifa. So we already have a list of students who are just excited to be a part of this. And so our first coffee boot camp will be launched in November. That's awesome. 
Um, and we, we're just excited to see that, um, to grow and launch cafes in places like Kosovo, or, um, I'm also coaching a cafe yeah. in Serbia right now. And, you know, it's just really neat to see, like, here I am on my island in Cyprus, and I have the chance to impact and empower uh, people yeah. in many different nations yeah. to be doing something, um, that, uh, is really exciting. That's... Um, That's astounding, Amy. Yeah. I, I'm just curious if there's room in the school for me to come. I want to come. I want to come to Cyprus and, and go through two weeks of coffee boot camp. <laughs> I, I consider myself pretty highly educated, but I feel like a fool when I talk to you because you're just you're just like next level. Um, if is there room for people this fall? Do you have room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Andy. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we will, um, I have a, a partner, um, her name is Melissa, and she's moving here in September. Um, she's currently running a cafe in Germany, but she's originally from Costa Rica, and she's really awesome. Um, so we're going to be working together, and we will yeah. put on as many that's boot camps awesome. as there's demand for. Um, that's the beauty of putting this all together, is that we can um, do them as yeah. many times as possible. Um and then we're also trying to intermix okay. um, doing local coffee training, um, trying to invest in, in the coffee culture here in Cyprus, um, because we don't want to be a bubble that's just like separated yeah. from the community here. Uh, we also want to invest, you know, Cyprus has been hit really hard uh, with economy. And so we're seeing cafes everywhere. And that's uh, the whole Mediterranean, Southern European yeah. culture, um, like the Silvas are also working in. Um, you know, you see people sitting at cafes until 11 o'clock at night. Um, and so we want to also like try to to invest in that yeah. culture and in that economy um, so that we can have an That's impact here awesome. locally as well. Um, what, where do they go if they are interested in this or, or want to want to learn more? What what site do they go to? Yeah, I feel super official because we have a website now um, to sifacoffee.com to sifa is spelled T-E-S-I-F-A. Uh, to Sifa Coffee. Um, you can find uh, also more information about uh, what we're doing up on the AGM website. Yeah. Um, I know that the links there will link you to our social media and what we're doing. Um, so you can always shoot us a message there. You can find me on Facebook and just reach out to me personally um, because I just love empowering. I, so many people have invested to get me to where yeah. I am. And so I'm just happy to be able to be another step in the chain for you know the next group of people who are trying to do these sort of things. That's so awesome. Amy, I, we can't vouch for you enough, uh, especially in this stuff. This is amazing. Amy, this is awesome. So let's talk about the actual reality of how much it costs to do this, how much support you need to be raising and the, and the, the cost of doing a ministry like this. Mm -hmm. in, in the church world, oftentimes we're afraid to talk about overhead and, and actual cost and expenditure, but there's, there's real cost to sharing the hope of the gospel, mm -hmm. to equipping people, um, I know even even equipment like espresso machines and and things like that they cost money. What mm -hmm. you live as a supportive missionary in Cyprus? Um, tell us about what what some of the needs are and what like this next season. I know you're even going to come back to the states for a little while and do some fundraising and spend time with your family before you go back for the mm -hmm. the fall season. Talk about your needs and and how people can support and what that support is going to do as you live on mission there in mm -hmm. Cyprus. Yeah, I mean, if I've learned anything in these 10, I've been 10 years overseas, actually, and I can't even imagine, yeah. like, imagine what life would have been like without the support of people behind me. 
Um, and it's not even just from a practical sense of like, oh, because of people giving, I have money in my bank account. Um, but just that encouragement, uh, you know, that times when you're feeling really down and frustrated, you feel like everything's impossible and then gifts come in um, and you're reminded that you are far from alone. Um, and it's been really amazing this year. I've had um, a lot of people who've already been supporting and already cheering on. Um, but yeah, like you said, Andy, there's lots of practical things. Um, and so right now I'm kind of looking at this bigger picture of uh, trying to get a, a base fund. Um, I mean, it, it, if you can say approximately like $10,000, um, which feels so crazy to say, but I've also seen God miraculously provide before. Um, so you see this coffee machine yeah. behind me and like- Well, $10,000 becomes like 7,000 euros. I know, so it, it, gets, right, exactly. it gets cut in half almost instantly. <laughs> and, and part of that's, you know, it's, um, I'm really blessed. Um, the coffee school that I went to, um, my, my friend Scotty, um, who was running that, he felt called to go back to the States um, and so I was able to literally take an entire school worth of equipment um, that he left behind in my care. Um, and I'm talking equipment that's probably worth like wow. five, six thousand euros. Um, and he's been willing to sell it to me for a total of three thousand because he believes so much in what we're doing and what was possible. Um, so, awesome. I mean, that's unheard of to be able to start a school with everything we need um, because when it comes to school when you're doing like the copy yeah. science it's more than just like a machine um, also it's all of the equipment that we use to evaluate coffee um, it's a, like additional scales and kettles and like all these pieces so that each student can have their own yeah. station that they can do all the experiments that are required for the classroom work um, and then, you know, also this year, um, I've invested a lot in my education, which has been amazing to see how that's all come together. Um, but just in this timing when all of those bills were starting to be finished, um, you know, I talked about, this is so weird to say, but last year, um, our church and our cafe caught on fire. This year, my car caught on fire. Um, and uh, it's, yeah. that seems really unreal to say that. Um, but a couple months ago, I was driving on the highway and all of a sudden, um, my car just started being funny, pulled over on the side of the road, and within 10 minutes, the whole thing was up in flames. Um, and I don't say that lightly, but it's all these things where, like, I had just invested so much in my education, and then suddenly um, having to, you know, pull yeah. more out of my savings to be able to uh, purchase a car again. And so all these pieces are just a crazy part of, you know, the mission's life um, that we just uh, constantly, you know, yeah. rely on the support because... We don't, you know, set up our support system um, to to live ravishly or anything. Um, but yeah, so it's like for the education, yeah. for just the startup cost of the cafe, even just getting the place and the building and everything put together. Um, and so that's that's the starting point is uh, to to fundraise approximately ten thousand, you know, dollars this summer um, to just be able to launch this idea and bless, you know, multiple cafes um, around right. the world. That's awesome, Amy. As someone who's known Amy for a long time, and, and Amy, I've actually, I learned a lot from you as we were starting to work in Europe. I learned a lot about the contextualization of the gospel in Europe by working alongside you over there. And we watched you be a good steward of what God's called you to do, whether it's small things like booking shows or making sure the van gets to the next city. Like you, you've been uh, an incredible picture of what it looks like to stay on mission through those things. So if you feel led to give or support, we'll put the links below or above or wherever links go in videos. Uh, that's Tyler's job. Tyler's back there working on a video right now. Uh, but he'll put the link somewhere. Uh, and and we'll, we'll create opportunity and ways for you to give to Amy because these things are 
not only going to be benefiting the people who go, but the, 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 the return on investment, as we say, over the course of years, as those people go and use those methods that you're going to teach them to live on mission in, in different contexts, we're going to see the gospel like go forth and the fruit from that is going to carry on for years. And so we're super excited to be able to stand alongside you, Amy, and work with you. Um, if, if you are looking for where to support or how to give or something of high value, then what Amy is doing in Cyprus uh, is going to reach the nations from there. Um, we're super excited for that. Now, Amy, I like at the end of these just to give an opportunity. Um, well, one is at the end. Is there anything specific you want to share? You want to talk about that hasn't been spoken yet, but I will end it after that maybe, or you could just end it here with this. If there's some way that you can encourage the people watching, whether there's somebody who knows you and supported you for years, or they're a friend of mine who watched this just because I say you need to know these people, um, how would you encourage, what word from the Lord might you give to just push forward the church or the people that, that see this today? Yeah, you know, um, on top of what I am dreaming and putting together with Tasifa, um, I also have the privilege to work alongside of a Bible school. Um, so it's a, a one-year yeah. Bible school called Equip Bible School. It's actually, uh, I was saying to Andy earlier, it's great because that's part of Jesus' mission's ideas, equip the found. Uh, and um, and I love working with these students. What we've yeah. encouraged them is, is to think beyond um, their limitations. Um, oftentimes we see like, hey, this is what's in front of me. This is what I, I have available. This is how I've always seen ministry. Mm. This is how I've always seen the church being. Um, but those are the barriers yeah. that get in the way. Um, and so we want, I, I would just encourage you to, to don't just think and see what's right in front of you, um, but don't be afraid to, to dream and see a vision beyond um, what's uh, immediately available. Because if I really believe that God is the God of the impossible, then I have to believe that all of these crazy wild dreams, I have to believe that him putting a vision for me to, to build a coffee school in Cyprus is not beyond mm. impossibilities. Um, it's actually within the realm of yeah. what he has decided to do. And so, yeah, I would just encourage you, like, don't don't be afraid. Take that first step. If you, like, even have an idea, if you're like, hey, I want to go to Cyprus for two weeks and learn about coffee and see what God's going to tell me, hey, come on over, hang out with us, do one of our school programs. Yeah. Um, if you want to take a year in Cyprus um, and learn about the Bible and literally be in the place where Paul went on his very first mission trip, then come over here and hang yeah. out with us for a whole year and learn about the Bible. Um, you know, uh, Cyprus is a great place to just step out in faith. Um, I really couldn't say that yeah. more. But, like, really take a chance uh, because you're never going to look back and regret it. Um, I remember when I first got on an airplane, I was 25 years old and I moved to Denmark um, and it was a scary feeling, but I've never regretted it because every single moment I've had to rely on God and I've seen his faithfulness play out over and over and over again. Um, so step out um, and then just be praying for us. Be praying for the next generation. Um, everything that I do is about equipping people. Um, it's all about um, getting other people prepared for other nations, for other places, and um, our whole world can be radically changed by some of these ideas. Um, and it's not just because, hey, I'm such a yeah. great trainer. It's because God has um, called amazing people to do amazing things. Um, so please be praying for our yeah. students, for both the Bible school students as well as um, the students who come through our coffee school. 
um, they're going to be launching to do the impossible things, and they definitely need support. Um, they need people behind them, um, just like how I've had an army behind me supporting me in missions, and you know, still uh, supporting in time to come. Um, lift up, up those around you who um, feel that call and that passion. Um, so I guess I would say that's like the biggest thing to pray for. Um, aside from the things I've already mentioned, like uh, Andy, you said, I'm, I'm coming home to the States uh, this summer for the first time in two years. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be meeting with donors and churches and different people and talking about my passion, my vision. And I'm excited for that. Uh, but just pray for safety. It's a really uncertain time to be traveling overseas, uh, especially when you yeah. experience the kind of lockdowns that we have over um, here in Europe. But uh, God is faithful and he's done amazing things before. And I believe he's going to do amazing things again. Amen. That's great, Amy. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you to you if you're watching this for spending the 20, 30 minutes to to just listen and hear. And I know that um, Amy is a person that you need to know and, and be praying for and in, encouraged by. I'm encouraged by what you're doing, Amy. Um, we're super honored to have you be a part of a Jesus mission and to link arms with you and just push uh, from, from afar, even if that just means setting up a video screen and recording you from afar in front of your espresso machine. Um, and I, Amy, Amy is nine hours ahead of us right now. So she, she's willing to stay up late or she gets up early to have communication with us. And, and she, she goes out of her way to make sure that people are accommodated and equipped and that, and you do that even with us. So thank you, Amy, for all you're doing. If you, uh, want to find her, click on the links below at jesusmission.org slash Amy Emerson. You can find the links to, to Stifo uh, coffee and you can go sign up to go live in Cyprus with her. Um, just don't ride in the car with her because it might burn to the ground. Uh, <laughs> or there's other stories of riding in cars with Amy. Some of our favorites include getting rocks thrown at us while she's driving in the Netherlands. There's like, we've spent a lot of weird moments in cars with Amy. Oh, Belgium. My bad. Was in Belgium. People in Amsterdam in don't throw rocks. Only the Belgium, <laughs> like, roadside people. Uh We've got great stories. We'll, we'll do another one where we just r recall stories of days gone by. Amy, we cannot wait to come see you in Cyprus. We're eager for God yeah. to open those doors for us to come and be with you there. Um, and we'll hopefully get to see you while you're here in the States. And maybe we'll record a little follow-up video when you're when you're in... Uh, uh, where's home for you in the States? Minnesota. Tell them where your home is. Minnesota. Minnesota. I was going to try and... I almost said Minneapolis, but I didn't want to say it wrong. So, close yeah. enough. Right, because you're, you're like from the easy. suburbs of Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like we say we're from Portland, even though we live in Washington State. Like, nobody nobody really. It's just a spot on the map. It's just home. Uh, so, we love you guys. Thank you for watching. Come back next week, and we'll, we're excited for what God's doing around the world. Thanks for watching, people who will change the world. Amy, thanks for getting on. We'll talk to you soon. Adios. Andy, see ya. Or, no, for you, I'd say talk for you to come on. Hey, Lumu, yeah. Hi, hi. Hi. <laughs> that's, that's not her language she's working in now, but that's where I met her. So, all right. Bye, Amy. See you. All right, Amy, thank you so much for what you're doing, and it's an honor to have you be a part of a Jesus mission. Super excited for what God's doing in your life. If you're watching this, subscribe, uh, follow these missionaries, support these missionaries. If you'd like to help give to a Jesus mission, that helps push us forward as we support all these people while they're out doing what God's called them to do. And lastly, if you've not yet done it, go subscribe at coffeeforgood.co. Start getting bags of delicious coffee delivered right to your door every month. You can even order two or four bags a month. I don't care how much you buy. 
but you should be buying it from coffeeforgood.co because all of that profit supports a Jesus mission. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.